here we are again, ready to study God's Word. We're talking about some very interesting words in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. Let me read to you from those verses. The end of all things is near. Peter says, therefore be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. So now we're talking about last times or end times or last days, and all of the gospel writers talk about those days. And like I said, generally speaking, we've been living in the last days since the day of Pentecost for the last 2,000 years. But there will be even last, last days, those days right before the second coming of Christ when the Bible says the world will be exceedingly wicked and evil. And we're living in times that certainly fit the, the biblical description of those times. And Peter says to those he's writing who are under persecution and difficulty, therefore be alert. You really need to be alert. You need to be so awake and so aware of what's going on around you that you live in a culture that is anti-Christian and anti-Christ, a culture that would sap everything godly and spiritual out of you and would turn you into a zombie living like this world, living committed to the things of the flesh. And so Peter says, I want you to be alert. I also want you to be of sober mind so that you may pray. Sober mind is the idea of not allowing anything Anything it means serious, but it also means that you are not addicted to anything. There is nothing that controls you except Christ. Alcohol, drugs, illicit sex, anything that controls you, somebody else in your life who controls that you are totally controlled by Christ because you're sober. You're seriously following him, and you're obedient to him. And then he says, that there are certain things should characterize us. And above all, it ought to be love. And we ought to really love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. That is a tremendous passage. Love covers a multitude of sins. That is, if I love you, I can forgive you. If I love you, I can look over your failures and accept you as you are. doesn't mean I approve of your failures doesn't mean that your failures are okay. doesn't mean that your sins are not important. But it means I love you anyway. That's the way God loves us. And that's the way he wants us to love each other. And you see, that's what makes a marriage work. We love covers a multitude of sins. We love each other in spite of, not because of. You see, most people in marriage are looking to the other mate to make them happy and to give them joy and to fulfill them. But the Bible never says that. The Bible says that's exactly what won't happen. No human being who can fulfill me, who can make me happy. Only God can fulfill me, only God. So I have to look to him and through him to my mate. But if I look to my mate and not through him, I'll be terribly, terribly disappointed because we're all human, we're all sinners. But if we love God's way by God's power and his spirit, love will cover a multitude of those failures. We can look past things that are in our mate. We can look past things that are in our friends, and we can love them anyway, and we can love them in spite of 
as well as because of. And then he says something that evidences that love, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. In other words, help each other out. Take care of them. If somebody's in a problem, loan them a little money or give it to them. That's better. Just give it to them. Don't loan it to them. Or if somebody uh, that you know is hungry, give them some food. Do whatever you need to do to be hospitable. Take care of them. Care for them. Meet their needs. Do the things that make that kind of a difference. And then he says, I want you to use your spiritual gifts in serving others. So what he says, each of you, verse 10, should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in, in its various forms. Now, God has given to every person who's a believer, every person who's trusted him, at the time you received Christ, God gave you certain spiritual gifts. Now, you already had talents that you were given when you were born into this world, but that's not the same thing. Talents are good, and we need to use them for God. But gifts are special things that God gives. Sometimes a talent and a gift may blend together. For example, someone who has the gift of speaking may also have the talent of speaking, but when they have the gift of speaking, it's on a different, it's on a different dimension, and it's with God's spirit and God's power. And so God wants us to use our, our gifts, these special abilities given by the Holy Spirit, God wants us to use those every day in our lives so that we can be a blessing to serve others. We can serve other people. We can help other people. And he said, these gifts you've received are for that purpose. They're not for us. We have not received our spiritual gifts so that we can be proud of some of the things that we can do. See, some people have a great ability to teach, but they should never be proud of that ability because it's a gift that God has given them. Some people have the gift of mercy where they, they, just, they just reach out to people and they just share people's needs and share people's burdens, and they shouldn't be proud of that. That's a gift that God's given them to use, and they just need to use it. And I could go on and on. Some people have give, been given the gift of organization, and they can put things together in an amazing way and organize God's work and organize God's people, and they should just use that gift but not be proud of it. And, and he says we're to do this as faithful stewards of God's grace. See, that's what we're, we're responsible to God. That's what he's saying. We're steward. A steward is somebody who's responsible for his actions, responsible for doing what he's supposed to do, and accountable to God for it. And he goes on to say if anyone speaks, they should do so, as one who speaks the very words of God. So if your gift is speaking, that could be teaching, that could be uh, some other kind, some other form, preaching, some other form of, of, of uh, using that which God's given you. If that's your gift, do it with the very words of God. He says if anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. So that, he says, and I'm turning the page, uh, all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. What Peter is saying is these gifts that God has given us, they're for God's glory. They should glorify him, and they should bless his name, and they should honor him, and people should rejoice in the fact that these special things have been done in us and through us by God and touch them in a special way. So use your what is your spiritual gift? What is it? 
that you can do that makes a difference in somebody's life. Serve them, show mercy on them, teach them. I don't know, but just see what you can do. And, and that's probably what your gift is. And, what you, and you really like to do it. It makes a difference. It does something for you. So ask God to use you through it and use your spiritual gifts in you today. Thank you. God bless you. Have a good day.